Welcome to Thinking Art Loud, the podcast where relevant issues and ideas regarding art and its creation are discussed so as to thrive toward personal realization. In this episode, we will talk about culture and creating art in the lure of constant gratification. Because of the extensive content, I've decided to split the issue into two episodes. In this first episode, we will discuss the state of the art, where we are culture-wise. In the second episode, we will further inquire into how the current paradigms and mentalities affect creating and sharing art. Let's get into it. we are in a unique moment in art and in culture. Many changes have come in the past 30 years or so that have radically changed the way in which we communicate and create. Other social developments have also occurred and they generate a certain climate, a certain mindset in the art world. I would like to share my own thoughts on this from my own perspective and also raise some questions that I feel are important. The fundamental question that we want answered in this episode is in what state is culture and art today and is there a tendency toward immediate and constant gratification in our society? First, let's look at the current major paradigms of creation. By this I mean where does the most attention get accumulated and where the most cultural exchange is taking place. The two most obvious examples are Netflix and Instagram. We could also say the internet at large, although in it, the information we can find is very dispersed. We move on to other platforms such as television, films, YouTube, podcasts, Spotify and so forth. Then we move into more localized cultural exchanges such as museums, galleries, art centers and finally, the artist's studios. We see that it is mostly through a digital system that culture is created and shared at scale. The point I'm trying to make is that these are the ways in which we communicate culturally most of the time nowadays. What we need to understand is that the ways of sharing and to a lesser extent making art and culture have changed. It would be naive to think that what it is that we are doing and communicating hasn't also been affected or been substantially changed itself. A simple phrase to sum this up is the medium may or may not be the message, but the medium surely conditions the message. Therefore, if the medium has changed, so has the message. I would like to add the following observations on positive things that have come out of the increasing digitalization. By making art more accessible and truly democratizing art, 
there is more interest and demand for it. There is no gatekeeper anymore. You need no one's permission or support to share your art. It is true that if you need funding or want distribution, there now exists the possibility of both a DIY approach, exemplified by YouTube, Patreon and social media in general, and an official slash institutional approach, which is the traditional approach, such as a record label, a gallery, a film production company, and so forth. Let's move on. Now we take a look into the current general mentality, whilst remembering that there are multiple points of view within that mentality. A good way of thinking about this is, what do the artists want? What does the public want? What does the market want? What does the system want? I see that there is a great contrast between different tendencies and mentality. For example, the avant-garde or progressive contemporary art scene contrasted by a renewed interest in representation. They have some points in common, but not many. In the public, although there are several distinctions, we could differentiate very coarsely between the common person who has no or little interest in art and the ones who actually get involved and participate, which come along with a fairly big number of art lovers. The gap is still wide and evident, though. In the artist mentality regarding money specifically, I would say there are several distinct ones. The one that is or seems to be in it only for the money. The one which, in the desire to earn a living with art, adopts an entrepreneurial mindset by proactively learning about business, marketing and so forth. And the one which rejects the whole idea of money entering the game possibly either an excuse of pursuing a higher ideal of art or simply because someone considers themselves not good enough, which may also be an excuse. Something relevant to consider is the fact that there is also a widening wealth gap in the art world. You have artists who are selling their work for millions while most others for more or less than a few hundred bucks. Has it always been that way? Are record prices what art is really about? What about for the rest of us? Is it simply not feasible to make a living in the arts unless you are in the top, say, 5%? Also, I believe that the current mentality is prone to misconception when it comes to striving towards a career in the arts and in what path is chosen to pursue that career. Namely, that art has become cool, that being an artist has become cool, and it has become about the rewards, the money, the fame and prestige associated with it. Not to mention the possibility that, by going into art without much self-knowledge, one's true aptitudes and abilities end up being in another domain of human activity. The question is, of course, are you really an artist?
I think that question is wrong for two reasons. First, if you have to ask yourself if you're an artist and you don't inherently feel that you are, you may in fact not be. It's as if you ask yourself, are you a human being? But perhaps more importantly than that is the issue that that question is related only to the persona of the artist. It's about an exterior identity, an image you want to project to the world. And that's not what it's about. Art is a way of being in this world. Everyone is entitled to create, of course. But if you need a label to be stuck upon you, for you to feel like you're truly it, it's most likely you connected with the idea of the artist only on an ego level and that you haven't connected with it on the basis of your true self and the source of your creativity and inspiration. In addition to that, for the uneducated, uninitiated or afraid mind, there are strong cultural trends in which the artist may fall into, so relinquishing their authenticity in pursuit of so-called originality which is right now very hip. Put in another way, the art world promises many rewards to the ego and that may cause people to pursue their creative journey based on those rewards instead of because it brings personal realization to commit to pursuing one's own creative instincts, needs, interests and curiosities, which is actually a slow, infinite process. Moving on. Art has become nothing and it has become everything. It has become nothing in the sense that much of what is iconic nowadays is either irrelevant, socially meaningless, and I bet it feels to many, many people as inauthentic from the common person to the educated art lover. The question to ask is, is it the people that support the current art establishment or is it the money? If it is the money, why are the people putting up with it and following its every move? On the other hand, it has become everything in the sense that everything goes that the general understanding says there's nothing art can't do, which, although it produces short-term novelty, in the long run it creates shallow art. Art is overtly preoccupied nowadays with being and being perceived as clever, shocking or transgressive. Art is tangled up with many intellectual sounding concepts which seem to have no bearing on reality whatsoever. What are art's roots? What is the fundamental principle, idea and value of art? What is art's purpose? I think that these questions are not a part of the discussion today. Of course, there exists a counter question. Is there an absolute truth to art, to the way it ought to be? 
is there an objective truth concerning art and therefore a right and wrong position? Is there a constant in art's development which can be recognized as an essential part of art that may be lacking today? Or has art simply changed, evolved and opened up to something else? Another question is, is art really dead? In the contemporary mentality, a dead end has most probably been reached, yes. But in truth, art can never die, as long as there exist people to create and experience it. Is art not only important, but truly relevant in society? Initially, we may think, well, no. Art is by definition not a need for physical survival. It is an endeavor of something more. Some may say the mind, others may say the soul. But art has been the catalyst for many changes, has changed and enhanced the life of many, and art always reflects where we are as a culture. It is a paradox. Art both is and isn't essential to life and to society. Something now returning is idealism in art, an art that is inherently spiritually relevant, exemplified by the visionary art movement. Comparatively, it does seem sometimes as though the other current artistic manifestations are more empty or materialistic, or simply lacking in that kind of significance. Something I would recommend both to the visionary and to the new representation art scenes is not to take themselves too seriously. What I mean by this is that they may decide to do this for an ideological reason, in a reactionary way, and thus may see themselves as saviors of art and as inherently more truthful than other forms of artistic expression. And I have felt this too, which is also expressed in this very episode. But is this really what we need? Do we need another separating, dividing position in our diverse, global and changing world? Isn't it time to accept each other's differences and reach a common understanding that what art means to each of us respectively is and can be something different? Does it have to be either or? Do we really have to choose a side? Even if we can't understand or appreciate what another person is doing or why they are doing it, should this be a reason to enter in conflict? We have different visions for what art is and ought to be. So what? In the end, we are not forced to create in that manner, nor engaged in another's creations. There may well be a fundamental truth, but the way it is expressed is through opinions, through half-truths, that only together make up the whole. I know I have digressed a lot, but we could conclude that, because of the way art has developed in recent years, 
adding elements of mass and consumer culture to itself and operating in those manners, the evolution of mentality in art that has occurred or the lack thereof, in addition to the creation of the internet, which speeds things up enormously, there is in fact a tendency towards constant gratification in our culture. Okay, we leave it at that for now. And in the next episode, we will exemplify in which ways creating art is affected by the current situation. I hope that you have gotten good food for thought out of this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. And until next time, stay creative.